to the next episode of your BFF podcast. I'm Mel and I'm about to become your best fucking friend. Guys, big stuff happening in the land of your BFF podcast. Today, we celebrate 10 thousand downloads. I am so excited about this. Thank you guys so much for all of the support that you've given myself, Jen, producer Eric, everybody that's been involved in this show. It has definitely been a labor of love and I cannot be more thankful to all of you who have allowed me to join you guys in your lives, in your ears every Wednesday. Thank you so, so, so much. It means the world to me. And this podcast truly would not exist without you guys. You are the real BFFs here. I've also got some other exciting news to share with you. I've had it in my mind that I would really like to bring in a lot of different personalities, guest co-hosts that would stick around for a while so that you could get the chance to get to know them and have more resident BFFs to add to your arsenal of support. And today we're going to kick off our guest host residency with Miss Casey Maine. Yay! Yay, Casey Mae! Woohoo! <laughs> I am super, super, super excited about this. So you guys may already be familiar with her if you've listened to our episode where we talk about her book, I Gave Up Men for Lint. And hopefully you're following her on social media because she is freaking amazing and so inspiring. But I am really, really excited to have you on the show regularly right now because you have just started a challenge. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes. So it is the Summer for Self Challenge. And really, it's kind of a, a, a different take than the book. So, you know, in the book, I gave up men for Lent. And so I'm kind of switching gears for summer and really focusing on like choosing myself and then encouraging other people to as well. Because ultimately, the book, as you know, since you read it, it wasn't really about giving up men at all. Like it really came down to my relationship with myself. And I'm just a big believer that that's where everything, that's what everything comes down to. And that's where, what we all need to be working on. And it takes time to do that. And it takes like quiet time and, you know, awareness and and thinking and reflecting. So the challenge is really designed to hopefully set people on a a similar journey that I went on um, in terms of writing the book, which is really just kind of getting back to who you are and how you got there and where you want to go and just spending more time with yourself. Cause um, I think we all need that time and we all deserve to have that time. Absolutely. We do. And there's something about a challenge like this. That's kind of like hitting like the, the hard reset on your phone, but for your body, yes. <laughs> for your mind. Yes. A friend of mine, um, cause when I first had the idea, I floated it by some friends and one of my friends was like, it's like a whole 30 for your soul. And I was like, Oh, yeah. I love that take on it. Yeah, no, I love this. Okay. So for anybody that wants to participate in this challenge, go ahead and detail for us exactly what goes into this. Yes. So it's for 40 days. um, And you can start really anytime during the summer. It officially starts June 21st, because that's the first day of summer. But it ultimately comes down to committing to six different activities. Um, One is to give up or significantly decrease two to three distractions from your life. So, you know, in the book, I gave up men, social media, sweets and hard liquor. Um, For for this, I haven't really I haven't 
nailed down what I'm going to give up yet. But, but for anyone who wants to participate, it, it can totally vary. So, you know, maybe it's Netflix, maybe it's social media, maybe it is some kind of, you know, game you play on your phone, like Candy Crush or whatever, just basically whatever is kind of filling that space that you have um, in those moments where you could maybe just sit and be and be quiet or go for a walk or, um, you know, journal or whatnot. So the first step is to um, give up some distractions from your life. Then the second thing is to listen to something inspirational or thought provoking first thing in the morning. And I'm just such a big believer in starting your morning on a positive note. And I know a ton of people are news people. And so they listen to the news in the morning and that's totally fine. I'm not saying, you know, go 40 days without knowing what's, you know, going on in the world or in your community. I'm just saying before you dig into the news, which we all know can be a little bit negative, get Mm -hmm. some positivity in. So, you know, 20, 30 minutes of, you know, a podcast or reading a book if you can, or um, there's all kinds of inspirational stuff on YouTube and TED Talks. And so just start your day positive before you kind of get into the, the hustle bustle of the rest of it. Do you have any favorites that you would like to mention as if in case anybody just kind of starts looking up these things and they're a little bit overwhelmed because it's there's a lot out there. There is a lot out there, which is why I'm going to do um, it. People have the option to sign up for a daily email where I'll recommend um, some listening stuff. And and even ahead of that, I'll, I might shoot an email out to everybody who signed up with um, kind of, I guess, some some research they can do ahead of time. In terms of YouTube, there was a list of channels I used to follow. Um, But if you just search motivation or inspiration, stuff will start to to come up. Um, And then as far as podcasts, I think we talked about this in our last episode. I'm a big fan of um, Oprah's Super Soul. Um, I'm also a big fan of um, Luke Story's Lifestylist podcast. And someone just sent me one the other day. It's the woman who started Whole30. Um, I okay. think hers is called Just Do the Thing. Um, oh, and then you introduced me to, <laughs> yeah, to Jay Shetty's, which is great. So there, there's, there is a ton of stuff out there. So I, I recognize that can be overwhelming and, and everybody has different preferences of what kind of style they like and absolutely, you know, whose voice annoys them or, or doesn't. And um, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then the third thing is to journal every day. And this is probably the hardest one to do. Um, cause you know, sometimes at the end of the day or the beginning of the day, you're just, you're not in a super reflective place. And, but this is the one that I feel very, very strongly about because, um, and we talked about this in our last episode, like the power of journaling and kind of taking all of your, thoughts that move around so quickly in your head and forming them into sentences is definitely therapy in its own way. And so in my daily emails, I'll be sending out little like prompt questions um, for people who might have a hard time sitting down and being like, all right, like what the F do I write about? Um, So I'll give them some, some things to consider, but um, you know, there's no minimum on how much you write. You, you know, Maybe it's just a couple sentences or maybe you really get going and it's a couple pages. It's just getting people in the habit of starting to reflect on kind of the deeper stuff in life on a daily basis, because it's so easy to get wrapped up in, you know, all the logistics of just like the day to day of our life. And let's see, then the fourth one is to take a walk outside at least once a week. 
Um, and I put in there to do it barefoot if you can, because I'm just a big believer in walking outside barefoot. You know, there's even science that, uh, that backs the benefits of, uh, I think it's called grounding. Um, and then to watch a sunrise or a sunset at least once a week. And with both of those, not to have your phone with you. I mean, if you want to have your phone to listen to music or to take photos, fine, but you know, put it on do not disturb or put it on airplane mode, like no texting and phone calls. Like the point of all this is to just kind of have some quiet, reflective time, like with yourself. And then the last one is to just start a goals list um, and just, you know, be easy on yourself with it. Like don't get super critical, like, oh, well, that's not going to be possible or I can't do that. Just start writing down things that you maybe want to do or learn or places you want to go. And you're not necessarily going to hold yourself to this list. It's more just to get in the mindset of like opening yourself back up to all the possibilities or maybe all the things that you maybe once wanted to do. And then life kind of put you on a, on a different track. So uh, those are the six things. And, and the commitment is 40 days and it starts June 21st. That's awesome. I mean, and you know what, we can give up anything for 40 days. It's just 40 days. Exactly. That's, that's really like my mindset towards it too. As I start to de- decide like, what am I going to give up? And I find myself doing what we all do. Like, well, no, you can't because look, you know, and I'm like, it's just 40 days. Like it's a little over a month. Think about how quickly a month goes by. Like it was January yesterday and now it's June. Absolutely. Absolutely. Something I was just discussing, I was actually discussing this challenge with one of my awesome friends, Kate. And we were talking about some of the things that we might want to give up. And, you know, and, and like, it kind of, we, we hate to paint them in, in a bad light, because it's like, oh, no, this, this thing is bad for me, like social media is bad for me. No, it's not that it's bad for you. But sometimes we do things or participate in habits that are maybe maybe we don't have a very healthy relationship with. Yes. Maybe we're overusing social media or overusing Netflix. Or in my case, one of the things that I think I want to add into my challenge is uh, not buying any clothing for a month because <laughs> I am the worst guys about this. Like I am the worst. I will go to Target for, you know, toilet paper and shampoo. And that next thing I know, I've walked out of there $85 later without toilet paper or shampoo. And it's all clothing. <laughs> okay. Well, in your defense, I think everybody does that with Target. I literally had to make a conscious effort to stop going to Target. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, Target, but because I could not walk in there and not spend $200. Yes. It's a yeah. problem. Yeah. It's a huge problem. But you know, so it's it's not saying that these things are necessarily bad. But you know, I have developed an unhealthy relationship with purchasing clothes. And I, mm-hmm. I acknowledge that. And so I think as people are starting to think about the things that they may want to give up or, or significantly decrease, you know, think about the things that you're doing in your life that maybe don't make you feel so great in the end. And for me, I'll use myself as an example with the clothes. I have a really bad habit of I'll see something and think, oh, wow, my life would be significantly improved by this item, which is completely irrational. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it, that's, <laughs> it, that's a really good point. I, I love that you bring that up because it, it isn't about the actual items. It's absolutely about 
your relationship with them. And, you know, maybe it's some kind of a dependency or you're looking for some kind of validation, but it's just removing them can help you, you know, reset that, that relationship. I, I could not agree with that more. And as I'm thinking about what I'm going to give up, like I, you know, as I've launched this book and I'm kind of starting to try and do my own thing and, um, you know, there's different ways that you can track data so I can see how many website visitors I get and how many people are, you know, signed up for my emails and opening the emails. You know, there's mm-hmm. apps for all of that that come with, you know, my website platform and my email campaign platform and all that. And I can be a little bit of a data nerd. So I will check that stuff way too many times a day. And yep. ultimately, like, why? I obviously like I'm looking for some kind of validation that I'm succeeding and that, you know, I'm going to be able to make this work. And it's like, I recognize that. And I've, I've already started to try and like stop looking at them. So frequently I put them on like the last page of my phone. So I have to scroll through to get to them, but I still do it. And it's, so those are probably two things I'm, I'm absolutely going to remove is that ability to just go in there and, and, and check those. And it's not a huge time suck, but it's still, it's like this urge I get frequently throughout the day. And so I think if people are kind of questioning, you know, what do they, what do they maybe have an unhealthy relationship with, you know, a question they can ask themselves is like, what do you pick up your phone to then just immediately look at? Um, you know, maybe it's email, maybe it's social media and, and maybe you feel like a little twinge of disappointment when there isn't like a little, you know, red bubble with a number next to that app, you know, if you're an, if you're an iPhone person. So, cause I, I see people, you see people do it all the time. They pick up their phone, they unlock it, they look for something quickly and then they close it. So it's like, they're looking for something. So whatever it is that you're looking for is kind of distracting you from just being wherever you are. And so that's probably a good place to start. Absolutely. And for people that are wanting to give up social media, or at least significantly decrease it, aren't there I think there's apps that will basically lock it down after you've exceeded your amount of time. I think there are too. And I think actually a friend told me that Instagram itself will allow you to set limits for how often you go on it. I haven't looked Mm -hmm. to see where you do that. But but somebody told me that. Um, So I I think that's a a great thing to do because again, maybe it's not completely giving it up because I, I, there are benefits to social media. You know, I'm not going to deny that. And again, like we said, it's not that it's bad. It's just trying to maybe reset your relationship with it. And so, you know, another one to consider is, is drinking. A lot of people do like dry January. um, And it's, it's only 40 days. So, you know, it's, I mean, it falls over 4th of July, so maybe that's not ideal for a lot of people. But, you know, we can do anything in 40 days. It's a short period of time. Absolutely. Well, and again, it's, it's, I think it's like you said, it's all about finding the, the things that maybe we're doing that we look at it and we're like, oh, we feel like a, twi- like a twinge of disappointment when we do that, re- that, that specific action. And again, like for me, like going back to the, the going clothes shopping, like you get that instant high, right? Kind of like you do when mm-hmm. you go and you check your Instagram and you've got all the likes and all the mm-hmm. things. But then, you know, a couple days later, you're like, oh, did I really need this same, this graphic tee that I basically have <laughs> in like five other colors? No, I probably didn't need that. <laughs> a little buyer's remorse sets in. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah. So 
I was talking about this challenge with one of my guy friends and instantly he's like, ah, no, this isn't for guys. This is for guys too, right? Yes. I don't know why um, guys have this, you know, idea that they don't really belong in the self-reflection camp. Um, Right. I mean, I, I hope it does, it doesn't come across girly in any way. Maybe it does because it's coming from a female. Like I am a female. So, you know, that's, that's the only perspective I know, but no, I, I, this is absolutely for, for anybody, you know, man, woman, adult, child, um, we can all benefit from spending some time less focused on, you know, the, the outside world and a little bit more focused on the world we've got going on inside of ourselves. Exactly. And and for you, I mean, it ended up it ended up basically helping you write your first book. And that was one of your big goals. Yes. Yeah, it did. I mean, it's and so I'm really interested to see what comes from it this second go round for me. You know, maybe it'll be um maybe it'll be my second book. I don't know, but I, I'm trying to go into it not with that high of expectations, just just reaping the benefits of being more intentional with how we spend our time and especially our free time. Because I mean, I've absolutely fallen, you know, back into, I don't want to say a rut. I'm definitely in a much better place than I was before I wrote the book, but you know, I've, I've lost some of those good habits. And actually you're kind of the first person who unintentionally called me out on that when we did our, the, the episode we did before, and you asked if I still had a lot of those habits, like right. watching the sunrise and walking on the beach. And I was like, Oh, F, like I have to, <laughs> I have Sorry to answer. <laughs> no, it's okay. I was like, I have to answer no. And, and I was like, that was like very eye opening for me because, you know, now I'm just in a different place in my life where I justify it. Like, well, you know, now I'm, I spend a lot of time with my boyfriend and I'm fostering that relationship. And so I, you know, I'm not necessarily right at the beach to go to the sunrise or, you know, I'm busy working all the time. I'm trying to make it as, you know, a writer and it's just a different set of justifications. So it wasn't long after we did that episode that I, I made it back to my, my old spot where I used to watch the sunrise all the time. Um, and it felt so good. And I took a walk afterwards, like I used to do. And I was like, ah, yes, like, that's why I used to do this. And I, I texted some friends that um, we used to do sunrise a little bit more frequently together. And I was like, all right, I'm getting back in this habit. Like I'm going to do it every weekend. And um, I haven't stuck to that. So that's where I'm hoping, you know, this challenge will, will even just get me back kind of um, into that mindset. No, I think that's great. And it's also a really good reminder that personal growth is, is not a linear journey. And I think people just think that they they do this thing, okay? They do whatever the journey is, whether it's a 40-day challenge or it's something else, and they just think that their life just stays that way forever. And I mean, we're, we're just human. We're not yeah. perfect. We're, we're bound to fall back and slip back into these old habits because they're comfortable and it's what we know. Um, exactly. But it's a good, I think, reminder that it's it's not a linear thing. And you know what? Even if you're on this challenge and you slip up, that doesn't mean that you can't get back on the saddle the next day or the next minute even. Exactly. It, it's so true. It's not linear and and it never ends. So, you know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but like if you, if you want to get into the kind of personal growth and work on yourself uh, mode, you never reach the finish line. That, you know, think it's just, it is always a process. And for people that can, um, you know, be very goal oriented or type A personality that, that can be very frustrating at times. And, but I've just realized like, I'm, I'm still figuring it out 
like everybody else. I'm just trying to be very open about sharing, you know, my process and, and what's worked for me because um, I really strongly believe that it can work for a lot of people. Absolutely. Well, and, and I mean, again, kind of going back to, you know, the, ultimately your previous challenge helped you to, you know, to write your book. But more than that, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that challenge, those those days helped you to fine tune your purpose and find your purpose because you were spending more time in that state of self-reflection. Absolutely. It's like, it was like for the first time, probably ever, I intentionally worked on my relationship with myself, which of course is going to include, you know, why you think you're here and what you want out of your life. So I just, we can all spend so much time and energy fostering the important relationships in our lives, you know, our significant others, our family, our friends, even our coworkers. And all of those relationships are super important. But the relationship we have with ourselves, I would argue, is most important because it dramatically affects the rest of our relationships. Yet for some reason, we don't find the time to really work on our relationship with ourselves. And so that's essentially what I did that resulted in the book. And it's just, it is a process, but like the first step is kind of getting to know yourself again, because we're not, we're not static people, you know, we, we grow and we change. And so to have those, you know, check in moments with yourself to be like, okay, you know, how am I feeling today? How am I feeling this year? How am I feeling about this chapter of my life? And, you know, what do I want the next ones to look like? And, you know, what do I have to change in order to do that? Or what should I maybe change, but I'm not willing to, that's even okay. Just that level of awareness is fine. But, you know, we're, we're so focused on, on other people um, that we've lost a little bit of that, that connectedness with ourselves. Exactly. Well, and I think this is a really good way to check your intentions and figure out, am I doing things because it's the next thing that I'm expected to do, whether that's in my job or, you know, with with my friends, my relationships, or am I doing it because I want to do it? Yes. And am I doing something because this is what I've always done? Or am I doing it because I want to do it? And I think that's where the, you know, listening to something thought provoking or inspirational first thing in the morning can really help. Because when I was doing that, you know, people say things and it just sparks this idea, you know, you've never had before. And it kind of sends your mind down this different road. And so it just starts to open your mind to to all sorts of different possibilities, which that bleeds out then into so many different areas of your life. And there's some like really kind of upsetting statistic out there that I think, you know, we have, I don't know, I want to say like 65,000 thoughts a day or something. Don't quote me on that. I'm guessing, but like 95% of them are the same as the day before because we're just, we're very habitual and pattern driven. That's kind of how our brains are. So listening to something different or thought provoking, you know, inspiring can, can trigger new thoughts in, in your brain. And so that really, I mean, that can have just dramatic effects in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if for anybody listening, if you guys want to participate in this challenge, make sure to go over to Casey's 
website. That's caseymain.com. Is there a specific link for this challenge? There is. So um, it, yeah, caseymain.com slash summer for self. I love this. Okay. And then they can sign up for your email list there. Correct? Yes. Yep. Perfect. So you guys will have access to all of the journaling prompts and all the awesome stuff that Casey's going to send out. And as soon as I found out about this, Casey sent me an email yesterday and I had, she had no idea that I'd been doing this, but I had kind of started out writing out kind of my own challenge for myself. It was, it wasn't anything I was like planning to necessarily document publicly, but uh, just for me. And then you literally sent me this email and I was like, this is exactly what I need to kind of organize this in a, in a more doable fashion. And plus being able to share it with others, it's, it helps with the accountability part of it, it you know, and maybe, you know, our journeys can help someone else too, you know, yeah, that maybe absolutely. so comfortable I, I, putting it out there. Yeah, I love that. So I'm just out of curiosity, like, why were you thinking about doing your own challenge? Like what kind of prompted that idea for you? Well, I mean, honestly, it was after our episode that we did and our conversation after the tape stopped rolling (laughs) (laughs) because I am aware that I'm not, I am not doing the things that I want to do. Um, And, you know, I kind of shared with you that I, you know, I I want to write, I'm I'm a writer at heart and uh, I want to write a book and what am I not doing? I'm not writing the book. (laughs) And so the book's not going to get written until I, take can take basically take my life back. Um, because I, I am somebody that does kind of put everything into everyone else's lives. And that's fine and dandy. But I, I've got to take care of me too. Yes. So um, that kind of helps me to realize, okay, there's some stuff I've got to change. There's a lot of things I've got to change. I'm probably going to even add a few things in on my version of the summer challenge, because there's a few things that I wanted to, to add in. Like, um, for example, Um, I have a horrible life schedule as far as like when I go to sleep and when I wake up and it's so haphazard. And then half the time I'm just kind of, I'm either exhausted or I just feel completely harried and like unable to, to focus. So I'm going to be implementing a very strict, um, go to bed time and wake up time. Okay. So uh, when you, (laughs) when you say it's haphazard, like, are you, um, do you say that because you're staying up late and then sleeping late or like what is haphazard to you? Well, sometimes it's sometimes it's staying up late and then sleeping late or it ends up being I'm staying up super late and then I wake up early to do, you know, whatever commitment that I've got, but I'm not able to focus because my sleep is just trash. I'm not getting enough mm-hmm. sleep. And so I'm not able to focus. Um, gotcha. So I feel like I need a more regimented schedule in my life. Um, and so by having the journaling and the listening to something or reading something kind of inspiring first thing in the morning, that kind of helps me to start my day off on the right foot. So you're Mm -hmm. getting up at the same time every day, plus, you know, starting your day with these activities will help me to, I think, start my day in a way that will help me be productive. Oh, for sure. I mean, there, there is all kinds of research out there on the benefits of having a morning routine. And most of the like super successful people in the world will, will have a morning routine. And it's just sleep is interesting because not everybody is an early morning person and that's fine. So it's like, you kind of have to find what sleep schedule works best for you and not try and fit yourself into like 
a different mold, but then kind of create your morning routine, whatever time morning happens to fall for you. And you should check out, so Tim Ferriss's book, Four Hour Body, um, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Four Hour Body. He has a whole chapter on sleep and he taught, he lays out different like sleeping plans that some of them involve, you know, staying up late and then not getting a huge chunk of hours at night, but then taking like a two hour nap in the afternoon or something. And it's just amazing how everyone is, is different. So I would just encourage you You find what works for you. Like, don't think this is wrong because it's not what the masses are doing. Absolutely. No, um, you bring up a good point. A friend of the podcast, Neil Reddy, um, this is something he actually talked about when he was on the show um, about the four hour, the four hour work week. Doesn't didn't Tim Ferriss also do that? Yes. Yeah, that was his his initial book. Neil is actually one of these people like so he doesn't need the the typical like like eight hours or whatever of sleep like he functions great on like, like four or five hours of sleep a night. He's he's awesome. So I'm like, that's amazing. I don't. I know. I wish I was one of those people, but I'm not. I realize my sweet spot is seven and a half hours. Seven yeah, and a half and I'm good. I'm with you there. Like, I mean, seven, anything like seven, seven to even seven to nine, honestly, is kind of in my like sweet spot. And I think a lot of that has to do with a lot of my health issues and whatnot. I My body needs that time to recuperate. And so... But I, I'm really bad about not treating my body well. Something else that I'm not very good at is getting the exercise that I need. So that's another thing I want to implement is, you know, 30 minutes of activity a day, like yes. whatever that is, even if it's just kind of going for a walk and enjoying the outdoors. But I need I need that activity because oftentimes you know, you'll be like, Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. But once you do that 30 minutes, sometimes it turns into an hour or whatever, because you actually realize it's not so bad once you're doing it. Oh, absolutely. And then, (laughs) and you also, you feel so much better afterwards. And so if you stick with it, then slowly you kind of rewire your, your brain to, to remember that you're going to feel better afterwards. And then that helps you with the motivation to do it. Like, on, on the front end instead. And I, I could not be more of a fan of, you know, some kind of physical exercise working out. I've, I've always had that as part of my routine. I didn't include that as part of the challenge just cause I, that can be very, very sensitive and very personal for people. And so I just, I wanted to make this very Absolutely. doable. Um, but yeah, for people who want to add on more and, and maybe I'll include that in the emails, like ways to, to add on more if you want to further challenge yourself, but, um, having, having some kind of a physical activity routine is, is hugely important. And then I think like I'm a morning workout person. So I think if you make that part of your morning routine, then you even further kind of start your day off on the right foot. Absolutely. And I mean, and for me, like it may not be anything like a major workout, but even just that 30 minute walk, you know, out in nature can be very, it can be very meditative and, and it just helps you to feel more focused. I know that when I have something that I really am trying to work through or a big decision I need to make, that's kind of, that's usually what I do is I'll go for a walk. Um, and that helps me to kind of process my thoughts and, and work through it in a way that I'm able to make a better decision. So I'm yes. like, why, do, why am I not doing this regularly? Why am I only doing this when I have a decision to make? Yes, I just I am, I am a big believer in walking outside. And I would have never really realized that until I, I did it consistently. And I realized how much better it made me feel and how I don't know. It's just, it's very refreshing. So 
Um, you know, there, there might be some skeptics out there like walk outside, like what's the big deal, but just trust me, like do it for 40 days and, and you'll see. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be like, it didn't even have to be a crazy power walk or anything. You can just literally just go for the leisure of enjoying the outdoors oh, yeah. and nature or, you know, it's, it's just great, especially if you go around, you know, um, sunrise or sunset too. Um, I have to say those are some of the most beautiful times to walk because that golden hour just kind of transforms wherever you are into this just gorgeous, mystical place. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna pair the two. So my plan is to every weekend, um, go and watch the sunrise. And I live at the beach. So you know, I'll do that at the beach and then go for a walk on the beach, you know, right after it rises. So I'm oh, gonna knock beautiful. both. Of, yeah, I'm gonna knock both those out um, each week in, in one day. That's amazing. How pretty. Um, so Yes. Uh, the, basically, once you told me about this, I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is kind of kismet. This is perfect. This is exactly what I need. And I think, I mean, maybe it's because I'm a person that that tends to thrive more with accountability. I reached out to Casey and asked if she would want to be the first person that is our uh, resident guest co-host. So for the duration of the challenge, Casey's going to be here with me. And each week, we're going to talk about a different aspect of this challenge what we're doing, how it's affecting us. And then we also want to get your feedback as well as you're going through it. So next week, when we come back for our next episode, we will each detail our versions of the challenge, what we'll be doing and not doing. And we'll give you guys ways that you can let us know what you're doing, because I, w- I want to make this kind of creative. I want you guys to have access to being involved in these in these episodes, because I think that's kind of part of the beauty of this and the human experience is getting to know what what you guys are doing. Yes, I love it. So, I love it. And you guys are stuck with me for a while. I'm so excited. Well, I mean, this is just, this just could not be more perfect. I'm super excited. Um, so again, go to caseymaincom slash summer for self, summer for self. Um, make sure to sign up for her email list. If you haven't read the book, this would be a good book to incorporate during your, uh, your self-reflective time. Um, if you want to start off reading something, you know, kind of inspiring and that can honestly just kick your butt into gear. This is the book to do it because it was definitely the book for me. I don't know. So guys get it, but we'll also be doing a giveaway for this book towards the end of Casey's time uh, on the show. We'll have more details about that next week about how you can enter to win that book. So as we're starting this challenge, you can use hashtag summer for self and hashtag I choose me for summer to document your journey if you're not giving up social media. Uh, So you can use those on your Instagram stories and on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the things. Make sure to hashtag it and let us know what you're doing for your summer for self. Yes, I love it. So exciting. All right, Casey, I am super excited to have you and we'll be back next week to discuss our challenges. All right, sounds good. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great week and we'll see you next time. Like what you hear? You can download and listen to past and future episodes using Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, or online at www.yourbffpodcast.com. 
follow the show at your BFF pod and Mel at music city, Mel on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for any questions or topic suggestions, email us at your BFF pod at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>